Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the wrapped. Oh fuck! I'll cut that off. <laughs> Man, <laughs> <laughs> wow! You already. I mean, it's a. What I'm is flustered. this? The third episode. You already forgot. All right. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> regain. Welcome regain. back. <laughs> yeah see i voice cracked last episode and you can't even remember the name of our podcast really really doing well together all right uh, you got this <laughs> <laughs> hello everybody welcome back to the pitch catch podcast my name is eli swice and i'm joey fernandez and today we're going to be bringing you some of our thoughts on the al and nlcs and giving you some of our predictions for the world series so if we want to get right into it, uh, we'll start off with the Red Sox and Astros series. Um, pretty, pretty interesting series. I'm pretty sure both of us had the Red Sox winning. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, but that was just purely off of bias, like just <laughs> disliking yeah. the Astros. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, everyone knew that they were definitely the more talented team on paper, but yeah, the, yeah. the Red Sox also came in with, I mean, the hottest bats in the playoffs probably uh, up to that point at least. Um, so. I I had faith in the Red Sox uh, beating the Astros, but eventually you kind of just saw them take control of the series and they kind of just, I don't want to say dominated, but they kind of shut down their offense after a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it would be terrible to classify it as dominating. I mean, after the first couple of games, yeah. um, I really thought that things were swinging in the Red Sox favor. Obviously, they lose game one, but then they take the next two pretty comfortably. And then they go back to Fenway. It's kind of like a recipe for disaster for Houston. You know, you're down 2-1, you're going away. Um, and then it just seemingly felt like the series flipped on its head. Exactly. Uh, it just – it all of a sudden seemed after, like, game three or so, uh, the Red Sox bats just kind of went completely cold. And it, mm-hmm. it felt like all the momentum was shifted completely uh, with <laughs> Jordan just completely catching fire and – and the pitching, uh, as far as the bullpen goes, at least for the Astros, just starting to show up more. Yeah, I mean, you're down, man. What an underrated <laughs> hitter. He's a, not the best defender, but he's he's an elite hitter, and he just yeah. absolutely showcased. I mean, how good an, he could be. He's 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 an absolute mammoth of a of a human being in the first yeah. place. You just yeah. see him up there, and you just oh, they're yeah. like this guy can mash. Like, you don't even have to watch him swing a bat or anything like mm-hmm. that. And <laughs> and then he goes up there, and he's. He's not just like your typical power, like power hitter slugger, where he's gonna go up there and he's gonna strike out a lot. He's actually one of the more patient hitters around, so it's it's mm-hmm. pretty it's a pretty scary sight, especially with him. And I mean, he he showed that all series hitting over five hundred, right? Or did he hit a little under? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure he ended up over five hundred, which earned him the ALCS MVP honors. Uh, yeah, very deservedly so. Um, yeah smoking the ball the whole series <laughs> yeah it, it was it was really crazy in my opinion just because um as soon as things started turning into the red sox favor um the astros held the red sox to three runs in the next three games which if if we were to say what what is the astros weak spot especially losing mccullers it would probably be the pitching aspect oh yeah and th- they just dominated yeah especially with garcia looking like awful this first two starts yeah. and then all of a yeah. sudden just just found 97 in his back pocket his next start yeah, yeah that was <laughs> crazy it literally made kind of no sense but i guess yeah. he made some sort of uh slight mechanical adjustment and the velocity uptick just kind of 
uh, turned out to come with it. But it's kind of crazy to see if he actually keeps that going the next year. But yeah, that that was impressive. Uh, and I believe Valdez had a good start also, right? Yeah, Valdez went eight innings, giving up yeah. one run in the uh, fifth game of the series. Yeah, that was that was kind of the game where it was mm-hmm. uh, a little a little grim, I would say. Like <laughs> you kind yeah. of you kind of okay. needed that one. Yeah, just I mean, it was just it was just the bats of the Red Sox just went absolutely quiet, and you can't really do anything against the Astros giving up nine runs in consecutive games and then ultimately losing five nothing. I mean, they did have a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. Um, was it? I think it was Game Four. Was the uh, was was that the Eovaldi game where like it was a controversial strike and then that whole inning just blew oh, up in like the yeah, eighth yeah, inning? Oh yeah, you're correct. You're correct. In the ninth inning where they scored seven. Yeah. Yeah. It was. So, I mean, yeah. A <laughs> I, lot of people wanted to blame that on the umpire or whatever, but like before that, the Red Sox had a ton of chances. Oh yeah. So yeah. they weren't capitalizing, but yeah, I, that was an interesting I, one. I want to I want to hear your thoughts on that. Um, do you blame the umpire for not calling that a strike, or do you think that's fair that he didn't call a strike just because of positioning of the catcher and how he caught it and stuff like that? Yeah, it's really – those are things you got to look into, especially um, people who maybe don't know the game as much. They just look at where it ends up and not how yeah. it got there or how it's caught. Um, I was a little, you know, annoyed that it wasn't a strike, but it wasn't one of those yeah. things. It could It could have been personal bias talking. It's not one of those things where, uh, you know, after the game, I'm just bashing the umpire saying he costed the game. It wasn't, you know, extremely clear. It, I, it might maybe would have tipped in the favor of being a strike, but it's one of those things like even if it does happen because it happens every game, a bad call happens. And even though it was in a big spot, like they mm-hmm. put up two runs um, and yeah. they, they were terrible with runners in scoring position. I mean, once you start nitpicking at little things like that, like you've already lost in my, yeah. in my opinion. So uh, yeah, I, I completely, I think that's completely fair. Um, I, yeah, I was in no position to hate on that umpire personally. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, I think especially since, yeah, I mean, he threw, he threw a breaking ball up and away in the zone when he was positioned yeah. down and in. So, I mean, what yeah. do you like, like you can't, you can't completely fault him. Like people get yeah. caught up with that, with the strike zone uh, mm-hmm. that they have on TV and they, they think everything inside that is necessarily always going to be like supposed to be called a strike, which is, yeah. which is somewhat fair. But at the same time, you have to, you have to think about how hard it is to see the pitch coming in in the first place, along with judging where the catcher catches it and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, that's why framing is so important in this league. Yeah. Um, it could be a strike in the, in the strike zone and just not get called because, you know, the catcher has to reach across his body or, you know, he just kind of caught it like lackadaisically. Like sometimes we see people like Gary Sanchez just taking away strikes from his players yeah. um, because he doesn't stick the glove. And um, yeah, it, it's, it's really, it's a big job for the catcher to make sure that he puts it in the best position. And it's a big job for the pitcher to make sure that he's throwing the pitches, first of all, in the right spot. Um, yeah. And also, like you said, like, a breaking ball high, it's it's a tough one to get a strike on because you don't see those too often. Those are meant to be down in the dirt or catching the lower part of the zone. So yeah, it, exactly. it's, it's a tough pitch to frame, especially a breaking ball high. So I don't give him too much blame there. Yeah, and I'm personally not a uh, robot umps guy. I think I think the game would just be so oh, weird yeah. with robot umps personally. Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I like saying it because it's funny, but yeah, I would yeah, hate it. I would it's absolutely funny. hate it, especially as like – as a former pitcher, just <laughs> you so want to, 
you want to be able to buy calls. You want to, you know, fr- yeah. it takes framing out of the equation then, which is Definitely. a huge uh, pitching or a huge catching thing. Yeah. You're also taking people out of jobs. I mean, there's a whole different, it, it yeah. needs to be there. I mean, and catchers, like guys make a career out of framing pitches also. And, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and thinking so. about it from a fan's perspective, who, who is everyone going to complain about? <laughs> when their team doesn't yeah. win, yeah. <laughs> you're gonna complain. You're gonna get mad at a computer, <laughs> like, <laughs> like I don't, I don't, I don't see that being plausible. So I mean, no, <laughs> just get the players just gonna take all the heat, and then they're gonna want the umpires back. So <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, do you have anything else on this series? Um, not too much. I was just really impressed with how the Astros bounced back because. After they went down two to one, I really, really thought that the Red Sox had this in the bag. Um, yeah, Valdez and Garcia bounced back incredibly and led them the whole time. Um, and their hitters just went crazy, and they're a scary team to face even without McCullers. Yeah, I yeah I agree with that. Um, it I I was really hoping that it would be like a a game seven like mm-hmm. ten ten to eleven game or something yeah. like that, but yeah. I mean, it was it was cool for the beginning, at least uh, I'll say that. But I mean, the last the last couple of games didn't really seem too close. Uh, I mean, it seemed like they got the energy sucked out of them. But mm-hmm. uh, overall, good series. Um, didn't go the way I planned it on going, but uh, credit to the Astros for being the better team overall. Yeah, absolutely. Um, they're going to be exciting to watch in in the World Series. Uh, we can go down to the Dodgers and the Braves. Um. I believe you wanted the Dodgers to win because they're like your second favorite team. That, um, yeah. And uh, I was just rooting for my bracket to hold up because I got <laughs> this. I got the all of the NL correct um, mm-hmm. along along with this. Um, but it it didn't work out that way. I mean, <laughs> there's, yeah. I don't know why I said that's so weird, but it just didn't work <laughs> out that way. Um, th- this series was more interesting than the Red Sox and Astros, in my opinion. I don't know about you. Yeah. Um, I just felt like the storylines were uh, a lot better um, along with just these were this is kind of like implying my bias, but I feel like these two teams are so much more likable. And I felt like everyone just enjoyed watching the series more than yeah. just hating on one team and rooting for another, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, I, I definitely see that. Um, it was exciting. Uh, obviously, the Braves start out hot with the two walk offs and. Um, those were games that either side could have won. Yeah, and exactly. It it was it was one of those things where like, I don't know, especially with the bullpen games. So the bullpen game that started off the series kind of took people by surprise, maybe, mm-hmm. uh, where the Dodgers trotted out Corey Knebel again, and they used like eight different people. Um, yeah. Well, it- it, it felt like a great game if the Dodgers stole that game, you know? Oh, that would have been had, huge for them. Because they had Max and Walker going next. So it just mm-hmm. it just felt perfect uh, for them to be able to steal that game and then carry that on to the rest of the series and maybe maybe steal the momentum away and the series is never even a thing. But Atlanta comes through uh, with the walk-off and then the next game doing the same against, against one of their aces. And it... It just felt like the Dodgers were really never out of it, but at the same time, it just felt like the Braves seemed to catch some sort of fire uh, in between yeah. one of those games. Well, what are your thoughts on Urias coming in game two? Um, I believe it was in the eighth inning. Um, he gives up two runs. 
and that from there it kind of all falls apart. It, I'm not, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to be a victim of hindsight here. Um, I mm-hmm. think, I think Urias, he, I don't really hate him coming in late in games because last year he did the same thing in the playoffs and it worked yeah. out and everyone thought it was perfect, but mm-hmm. him coming in and starting this year and winning 20 games, even though wins don't matter. I mean, he was still successful, I guess you could say. Yeah. And uh, everyone wants him to come in and be a starter, but I think he can play both roles perfectly fine. And I'm perfect. I, I feel fine with him pitching in any sort of high leverage situation, whether it's in the first inning or the ninth inning. It, I, I think uh, I think he's just one of those inter- interchangeable guys, personally. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It, it, the series definitely felt like, contrary to the uh, Astros series where you know Valdez and Garcia are going seven, eight innings, th- this felt like the the Dodgers were almost scrambling every game. Um, like we had the bullpen game the first time, Scherzer went like four innings. Uh, the second game, Bueller went like three point two um, in the third game. It just felt like the Dodgers pitching wise, even though they didn't do that terribly, were kind of just like hanging by a thread. There wasn't yeah. there wasn't the, the Max Scherzer eight innings, the Walker Bueller seven innings. And the Braves yeah, yeah. got good enough pitching and got to them uh got to them in a way where they could win the ball games, even if it was by one run um for the first two games. And then, you know, the good games at the end of the series that we'll talk about, but it just seemed yeah. like pitching wise, the the Dodgers were kind of, and it could be it's it's with injuries. We you can talk about the injuries, but it just felt like they were scrambling and just throwing pieces together at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I agree. It just watching it from like an outside perspective, you always felt like the Dodgers were just never out of it just because of their their reputation, you know. And you could you could you felt like you might be able to bank on one of their guys coming up and having a huge start or uh, the, just their lineup exploding. So that's that's more where I was coming from as far as saying that it felt like they were never out of it. But at the same time, uh, the Braves did kind of handle the series for the most part, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I understand there are similar there – are, there are different circumstances, whatever. Mm-hmm. But were you at the end surprised? And how surprised were you that – Atlanta came in against one of the best teams in baseball and and took four out of six games. Um, I don't want to say I'm surprised because I know Atlanta's really good and I know they don't have they don't have their best player, obviously. But mm-hmm. I think I don't know. I think they were just they were just a hungrier team, in my opinion. Um, yeah. they you could tell they kind of just wanted it more. Obviously, the Dodgers have been there, have been to the World Series and have won one last year. So I think I think the Braves just flat out wanted it more and they got hot at the right time. So I can't say I'm too surprised, but I I can't say I saw it coming at the same time, if that makes sense. You know, I, I didn't predict it personally, but I definitely saw it in the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, in terms of coming into the season, I don't know if I even thought this thought if this team was going to make the playoffs um, with, uh, with some of the different other teams in the division. But coming into the playoffs, seeing what they did against the Brewers, I think I made the point after that series that the Braves aren't going to be an easy team to pass up. And yeah, um, they, they showcase that. And I don't think it's any different for the Astros. I mean, people may look at this and go Astros versus Braves. I mean, the Astros are a clear, better team. The Braves just essentially rolled over probably the best team in baseball with every everything in oh, yeah. consideration no doubt yeah um 
this is this is as good of a series as Dodgers Astros would be in my opinion. Um, it's it's not anything where one team is just so much better. Maybe on paper it looks that way, but I really do think um, the Braves have a legitimate shot here, which is awesome because oh, yeah. you know with everything involved. No doubt. Uh, I think they their pitching has just only gotten stronger as the playoffs have gone on and their guys have found grooves. And I think they can they can taste it. They're this close, you know. And uh yeah. I think I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a really good series, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but I it just depends it depends on the lineups for me personally. Um who who can get the big hit. And uh, I know the Astros have the reputation for doing it, but I mean the Braves have shown that they can get the big hit all playoffs, so it, yeah. it, I don't, I don't want to say that that's for sure going to happen uh, as far as them getting the big hit because, I mean, you saw what happened with the Red Sox when they played the Astros. They got yeah. the big hit for, I mean, a little less than half of the series, and then they just kind of went cold. So I could easily mm-hmm. see that happening to the Braves. But, I mean, they're definitely a great story. I'll put it that way. Um, I, I, put, I predicted them to make it to the NLCS and lose to the Dodgers in six. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I never really – completely doubted them or anything like that but i think them r- rolling over the dodgers kind of kind of i don't want to say effortlessly but mm-hmm. like pretty handedly um yeah. i think i don't know i i feel pretty confident in them uh I, I which is surprising for me to say i would say but yeah um let's go over who you think is going to win and then also um what is one thing that is like the most important for each team to make okay. sure that they win. Well, what do you think is most important for both teams? Um, for the Braves, I would say uh, keeping up with the Astros and as far as their lineup goes, um, mm-hmm. I think they had to, they're going to need the contributions that they got from Eddie Rosario. Uh, hopefully he can keep up the hot streak for their yeah. sake. Um, they, they're going to need some big hits out of Jack Peterson and uh, possibly Soler. Um, and then they just they just need Freddie Freeman to be Freddie Freeman, uh, yeah. along with Austin Riley and Ozzy Albies. But um, I think I think their bullpen their bullpens are both pretty evenly matched. But I think for the Astros it comes down to uh, cal- kind of calming the storm uh, if it gets if it gets a little little amped up too early uh, mm-hmm. as far as the Braves coming in with all that momentum. I know the Astros obviously just won a big series, but I think for the Braves since they're maybe not as experienced as the Astros are as far as the world series. Um, I think the Astros with uh, they, they need to rely on contributions from a guy like Luis Garcia, who, who turned it up at the end uh, of the last series, but also has had not the greatest postseason overall. So mm-hmm. they're going to, they're going to need to rely on their front rotation guys since Lance McCullers out. That's, that's my biggest thing for them. Yeah. For me, for the Astros, it's, capitalizing on the uh, Garcia and Valdez games because yeah, exactly. personally, I mean, on paper, those are the only two games I see them winning is if they, those two guys start and we've seen the kind of duality of those players. We've seen them do really good and really bad. So I think for them, it's to capitalize on those, make sure that they can go five, six innings at the very least. Um, that'll really help them out um, in that regard. And for the Braves, I think it'll be limiting the big innings. Um, we've seen with the with the Red Sox series, the Astros went how many times did they score? Let's just put it conservatively, like three or more in an inning. Let alone like I think they scored like seven or more twice or something. I don't know. There's like those little innings, especially what the problem in the Red Sox series was. It was late in the game, 
And yeah. it just the game's over after that. So if they can limit those big innings, I think the Braves starters are a lot better. Um, they're more cohesive in terms of there's there's more options. Um and the bullpen, like you said, matches up nicely. So I think if they can contain the big innings, there's no reason why they can't win these uh these games. Yeah, that's the reason the Astros are so hard to beat. They'll go throughout mm-hmm. the whole game. And even if they're not scoring runs, they're taking pitches, yeah. working the pitchers, getting tough mm-hmm. at bats, seeing everything the pitcher has in their arsenal. And eventually they keep peppering, they keep peppering, they keep putting the ball in play. They'll draw some walks. And eventually that one inning, they'll, they'll touch up any whoever's in the game. You know, all it takes is one guy to not be on their A game. And that's all the Astros need to just pounce on you and, and take over a game. That's that's yeah. the scariest part for the for the Braves in this series. Yeah. Um. Who do you have winning the series, and who do you have winning MVP? Um. Man, I hate. I really hate to do this. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, I think the Astros win. Um, in five games. Uh, oh wow. Yeah, I, I think they win in five right games, and uh, and Correa wins World Series MVP. Wow, interesting. So looking at the Braves beating the Dodgers what what kind of sways you to believe that um I think the Astros hitters um are just they're a different animal honestly as far as the way that they approach uh facing different pitchers compared to Mm -hmm. other teams Uh, I think they're just they have the most advanced approaches out of any lineup I've seen in in this playoff, honestly, uh, just watching their games. Uh, I'm just super impressed at how disciplined they are and how good of a game plan they always have game to game. And I, and I think that uh, as long as Luis Garcia doesn't completely explode and uh, Fran Bravel does just keeps getting ground balls like he usually does. I think they can easily steal uh, two or three games just from them to combine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's fair. I could definitely see that happening. I'm kind of on the opposite side here. I got the Braves winning in seven. Um, okay. I think it's going to be a really good series. Um, and I, th- I think, you know, it's going to be one of those, one of those for the ages. I'm feeling a really good series. And I'm also feeling a Charlie Morton AL or not AL, uh, Charlie Morton World Series MVP. Okay. Um, I'm feeling a really good start tomorrow. Um, I'm feeling him coming in game four, shoving again, and then game seven comes. And I think he's going to come into the middle of the game and, uh, give you those quality relief innings and overall just have a fantastic series, which gives him those uh, world series honors. Okay. Yeah. I, I can definitely get with that. Uh, I, no doubt about it. I, I could definitely see the Braves winning the series. That's just yeah. my personal opinion is that it goes that way. Um, but I, I definitely am a, I'm a big Charlie Morton guy, so I, I would mm-hmm. not be mad at that at all. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Obviously the first game is tomorrow. We can kind of assess how uh, that game goes. If you guys want to follow our TikTok um, or other social media, make sure to follow that at Pitch Catch Pod. Um, TikTok is gaining a little bit of numbers, so hop on the train before uh, it sets sail, um, even though trains don't set sail. But thank you guys for listening. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Or um, No, I just want to say I'm rooting for a good series, and uh, hopefully – Hopefully it goes to game seven, like you said, so we can yeah. have uh, we can have some spicy topics to talk about. Yeah, for sure. I think we're all open for that. But without further ado, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to check out all the socials and have a great rest of your day.